Vanessa Flimflam, she's Wonko, and this is episode 15 of series 2, A Bard's Eye View and A Xena Warrior Princess, and we're looking at A Day in the Life. This is going to be fun! Yeah, because we're like both, well, me more than her, uh, borderline <laughs> hysterical before it even begins, for un- other reasons. We say borderline, but it's, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's an open border. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. It's not like the borders currently are. It's, no, you don't need a visa. <laughs> it's like how they used to be. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're kind of we've passed the halfway point for this season. Oh, ages um, ago. We've just had. Some, I know. Well, can I can I just finish my sentence? No. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on then. Fine. We passed the halfway point like four episodes half- ago. Carry on. We passed the halfway point of the of the season four episodes ago. <laughs> we've we've had some we've had some big stuff. We've had some big fights. We've had goddesses. We've had holy Haribo. We've had oh, all sorts of all sorts of stuff going on. Um, but this is purely a comedy episode, and um, it's I think it's what both of us need at the moment. So oh, yeah. hopefully you're gonna you're gonna have a bit of fun with this one as well. So a I'm, day in the life. I'm gonna just disagree with you because I don't think it is purely a comedy episode. Oh no, that's true. I think there's a little there's bit some... of dramatic catharsis at the end. So yeah, get it up, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, there, and there's a there's a particularly gruesome death actually, which is ooh, gruesome goodness death. me. Um, but on the whole, I'm just just remembering the time. Um, the moment that, that I realised what the phrase get it up you means um, uh, <laughs> this occurred when I was about 24 because uh, this oh, is just a bless you. this is just an expression that I have heard used my entire life and also have used my entire life to just mean mm-hmm. a generic take that right mm-hmm. and um, the moment that I realised what it actually meant was approximately two nanoseconds after saying it to a child in my first year of teaching <laughs> in a class when I had just like owned him for something and I was like, aha, get it up you and then suddenly it clicked suddenly clicked Was this Actually, a class for which you, in which you were being observed? No <laughs> Luckily <laughs> It's the equivalent. It's the equivalent, isn't it? Of um, and you you were saying to me off off pod the other day that you you hadn't really watched Dad's Army. You didn't find it funny, but one of the um, unacceptable phrases on that was uh, they don't like it up and <laughs> don't like and, uh, it up similar. I I I think, I think swathes <laughs> of Middle England <laughs> will probably use that as oh they don't like it up and <laughs> without twigging. Jesus. So that was fun. Mm. Yeah. Enjoyed that. I love, I love, I love like using really inappropriate language to children accidentally. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, not for the last. And the great thing about children is that they they will hear it and repeat it. Yeah, yeah. But the good thing about that particular school was that it was in quite a rough area, and they didn't really talk to their parents about what happened at school. Uh, if oh, that cool. had happened in the school I'm in now. I would have got a complaint. <laughs> that, that would come back to you. <laughs> I would have got a complaint, yeah. Anyway, uh, so it's um, a day in the life, a.k.a. Zena and Gabrielle have a series of domestics. 
That is more yes. or less more or less what's going on. Um, so I've some, just made some... really truncated notes this week because I, mm. I I think I know this episode off by heart. I think it's quite <laughs> possible. So I've just like listed like the scenes. So basically, I've got for the Same. first bit fight, frying pan. You know, and, and like these are enough notes for me. Yeah, I don't need to. Same. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> I've made I've made fewer notes for this one than anything else, um, and they've made it easy because uh, the, the setup or the kind of the um, the conceit little gimmick of of this episode is we get subtitles or kind of sub subheadings or chapters of so it's a day in the life so we've got waking up finding your way making decisions so we've got these little set yeah. things so so we've got these scenes um, and they have them they have these little subtitles like transliterated into. Greek alphabet, right? But no, transla- like, it is translated, but I think probably quite—I imagine quite poorly. Really? I mean, it, it won't be. I mean, it won't be Google to... Translate because it was it was too early for that. But um, is it into modern Greek or ancient Greek? I would imagine it's modern Greek. I, I bothered looking at the first one, and then I, I didn't because they they flashed up so quickly. I thought oh, I'm not going to pause and nerd pausing, out about, about pausing that. was too much for you. Oh yeah, yeah. No, straight straight through with this one. Um, <laughs> yeah, so so we so we start with waking up, and and as so often it's it's waking up uh, with Gabrielle and Zena asleep and thugs closing in. And, Who could and have easily to... got her if they hadn't screamed? We'll let's get her, let's kill her now! Right, dressed as they arrive at her sleeping body, like it would have been much, like I mean, just fucking stealth. Clearly, they wouldn't. She. She she was obviously awake. She was going to yeah, stop but anyway. It wasn't as if like she hadn't like fully set it up. She hadn't got her watermelon in place. Um, <laughs> That's true. You know, I just feel like they've yeah. given themselves a better chance if they'd used stealth. But like they clearly weren't. Yeah. Very very bright. Anyway, so she goes. She goes and fight 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 so, I wish they should have come for Gabrielle first. I, I'm a record Maybe. player, and like that was my scratching <laughs> moment. Yeah. Oh, was it? Gabs, <laughs> yeah. Okay, stop. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Gabrielle can sleep through all of this, man. Uh, <laughs> she can. She's like sleeping the sleep of the just. Um, but the brilliant, brilliant thing about Gabrielle is once she's wakened by a well-aimed jet of water from a, a handy. Uh, water skin. She goes straight into fight mode. She's, you know, if if that was me, it'd be uh, 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 oh, uh, that'd be adrenaline. Know. What's and that? Clearly, clearly, my colleague has just done a big yawn on my, on my screen. <laughs> <laughs> I'll... Minutes into this, pal. Come on. <laughs> Listen. So the, the brilliant, this is a very this is a very well loved fondly remembered fight scene one of the best ever um yeah and Zena for reasons that that aren't immediately clear uses a frying pan instead of a chakram but luckily a frying pan has the same aerodynamic qualities as a chakram yeah absolutely amazingly it does everything that a chakram can do it um, whooshes, it pings, it ricochets. Yep, it's, it's but it dents. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, which leads to 
the thing, the bit that I've been planning to torture you with for about a month. <laughs> um, when <laughs> Gabrielle starts getting into a fight with Zena about like, why oh use God. our frying pan? And Zena says, uh, I like to be creative in a fight. It gets my juices going. Which to which we get the reply, the iconic reply, can we cook with your juices? And I'm just gonna say, yes, you can. I've read that fanfic. <laughs> I'm so sorry to say that I have as well. But not the one you're thinking of. I've I've read well, I remember reading back in the day innumerable fanfics where Things are cooked in juices. Seriously? Yes, those juices. Mmm, <laughs> yeah. this, this fish is delicious. It has a... What is fish. that? What is that you've used? It has a very familiar tang. A fishy aroma. Yeah. Mm. I, think it, I don't think you should have but, said but fish. I know. I don't think you should have used fish as your example. <laughs> but it was not in the fic. No, well, Do the fic you, you, I'm thinking of... Um, you will inevitably want to talk about the fic you're thinking of. Go yeah, for it. Yeah, obviously. Out. Obviously. Obviously, I'm going to talk about it. So, that last week I tortured you with. Uh, no, uh, was it last week? Yeah. Last week I tortured you with um, a description of the breastfeeding fan Voyager fanfic. Uh, and this is a Star Trek The Next Generation fanfic. One of the first fanfics I ever read as a little wee little child. And I I think I've said before that I did get all of my sex education, queer sex education, from fan fiction. Um, And this has probably fucked me up for some time because this is this being one of the earliest fanfics I read. It was called Beverly and Deanna, a Trek love story. (laughs) Now I'd like you to, I'd invite you to just remember the love story part. Okay. So the plot okay. of this is that uh, Counselor Troy and Dr. Crusher go off on vacation together to a planet so that Dr. Crusher can like relax and shit because she never takes mm-hmm. time off or something. Um, I love that you're calling her Dr. Crusher. Yeah, she got to have her... was Beverly. No, she's got to go by her title, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Dr. Crusher, I'm re- being respectful. The author of this fanfic was not um <laughs> so yeah long story short apparently dr crusher and uh counselor troy are in love and they mm-hmm. express this by having really disgusting squelchy sex that involves yeah you can't hear me don't lie uh she's doing that la 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 i can't hear you thing but she can't fucking hear me i can unfortunately really gross really gross squelchy sex that is like obviously written by a man because it involves like the first thing like basically the first thing they do is like replicate a giant strap on and there's a line in here there's a line in there where diana's like oh i couldn't uh, that's too big and uh dr crusher says i've examined will Riker. i know what you can take Um, (laughs) anyway and um the romantic breakfast next morning involves fruits that have been dipped in dr crusher's capacious juices (laughs) what's this flavor it's so familiar to me uh like just don't put food there don't put food there man that's you're asking for a yeast infection Probably what they then, <laughs> probably what they would then do is like make bread with it or something sourdough starter. 
I called my surrogate starter chuff. <laughs> the only food stuff you should be putting there is yogurt to deal with the aforementioned yeast. <laughs> anyway, right. um, can you see why we said we were going to develop hysteria very quickly in this episode, listeners? Um, so th- all this, all this comes from Zena cooking with no, not cooking with her juices. From Gabrielle asking if we could cook with her juices. How they got through that little exchange? How? Renee and Lucy got through that little, little exchange. Without, I do not know how many takes. Yeah. <laughs> but meanwhile, there's a guy on the ground who's had the pinch put on him, right? And yeah. uh, so I did. Could you time maybe it. talk about this later? <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Uh, I did time it, and uh, now that Theodorus is dead, he is this random who doesn't even have a name. Is officially the owner of the thickest neck in ancient New Greaseland because yes. this is a, a forty-nine second pinch. Um, and he no, could. Not, I, so that's, I feel that's not up to Theodorus, is it? But he's no the, Theodorus the, was like seventy odd seconds. Yeah. Uh, but he's dead yeah. now, so yeah, his neck wasn't thick enough to avoid mm. police still slitting it, slitting his throat. Um, <laughs> but I feel like random, random guy on the ground there could have lasted longer. He didn't feel, you know, I feel the forty nine seconds wasn't because he was running out of breath or whatever. No, he was or, quite chatty. He was very chatty. Uh, I, I feel yeah. like he wasn't even bleeding from his nose or anything, you know. I feel like he could easily have gone longer. Um, and he didn't even need it. He was just like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you whatever. Yeah, sure, I'll tell you everything. Um, and so what What he does tell them is that um, Warlord Zagreus is planning to raid a village. That's that's about it, really, isn't it? It's yeah. Like, oh, it's not that exciting. So he's going to raid a village, right? And just as they're thinking about how they're going to get there, um, another guy appears. <laughs> the iconic uh, hower of a very Your village called mine. Laurel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he's like, ho, ho! <laughs> and then, um, so he's his village is in trouble as well. And he's got it. But there's an opposite, it's in an opposite direction. Oh, no. Uh, so their problem is that a giant's going to come and step on them, and so yeah. it's time to decide how they're going to, you know, which village are they going to help. Um, so yeah. Gabrielle makes a uh, a comprehensive a list, list of, of pros and cons. Pros and cons, and um, Zena sits there and watches her do that. Right, <laughs> she must have been writing for a while. It's really long. Um, yeah. So Zena sits there, watches her do that, and then just as she's about to read the pros and cons. Uh, Zena just whips a coin out of her pocket and uh, flips it. <laughs> <laughs> but like the drama, Sorry. man, the fucking petty drama of it. Yeah, I'm just gonna sit there and watch you, watch you make this list, Gabrielle. But I'm not gonna fucking uh, listen to it. <laughs> and now we, and now we set. Well, we've kind of already set the tone for the episode, but this is one one of the one of the running gags is uh, as they go off towards the. Um, the giant village towards Laurel with with Howard. Gabrielle says, "Well, I hope wherever we're going, they have a frying pan shop." Yeah, <laughs> and 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 Zena's like, "Gabrielle, I don't want to hear about this all day." But you're going like, to. <laughs> going to. But I I feel so so much empathy with Gabrielle in this episode. This is exactly I... the kind of thing. That, I mean, this whole episode is. This is what married life is like, kids. Has your wife fought off marauders with a frying pan? No, but it's... <laughs> it's the type of thing she would do. <laughs> <laughs> no, she wouldn't. She'd 
first of all, she'd run. If she couldn't run, she'd talk her way out of it and then run. <laughs> <laughs> Make them fight yeah, each no, other normally I'd, well, she normally runs. I'd say she's the Gabrielle of our relationship, but um, the, the <laughs> doing something really annoying and then saying, I don't want to hear about this all day. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's, that's on brand. <laughs> yeah, Friends, so we that's... have a very happy marriage. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's um, this is like a bickering the episode. That's like that should be yeah. the subtitle. It's like yeah. Tina and Gabrielle have an episode long bicker. Um, yeah. And yes, it is what married life is like if, you know, you're not like marriage supremacy like me and my wife because we don't really bicker or argue or have any sort of conflict because we're perfect yeah. um, and she it's would true, never... Yeah. It's sickening. <laughs> you said we there. You mean uh, we are, not you. You're not involved. I said they. Did I say they are? You I said, said we. Are. <laughs> I think you said we. Um so you're that's that's like a throwing hey, hey, slip there. You're trying to trying to horn in. Remember that season one uh, season finale? Is there a Doctor Freud in the house? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so the next running gag yes. is they're they're playing twenty questions on the way to the village. Oh, Gabrielle's you know. so bad at this. Yeah, is, you're supposed to ask: Is it bigger than a bread bin? Is it you know yeah. like she's rubbish questions? Um, yeah, she she asks she asks like two questions about characteristics and then just starts guessing names yeah <laughs> just just <laughs> refine it a bit more refine like, i say to my students again and again refine your research question before oh, yeah. you start your search mm-hmm. yeah uh, i say to my students again and again fucking leave me alone <laughs> <laughs> just google it <laughs> fucking google it god <laughs> yeah yeah gabrielle just google it I'm like, listen, you've got in the palm of your hand all the knowledge of human history. Why are you asking me? <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, uh, the 20 questions guessing game is it's about someone that Xena has killed. And Gabrielle's <laughs> like, that narrows it down. Uh, and then she sort of thinks, no, it doesn't really. It doesn't oh, really fuck. narrow it down. It's someone Xena has killed who's got dark hair and is a warlord. Um, because she asked one of the questions she asked is warlord or royalty um, you know because uh, in a time of ancient gods warlords and kings obviously yes. you couldn't have killed the ancient god <laughs> so you gotta king- kill either a king or a warlord those are the two types I mean she's, she's had a good go with uh, Callisto and Velasca in recent history but yeah yeah, yeah. anyway the Anywho. other running joke is that Gabrielle is trying to hit Xena without being rebuffed uh, and this repeats throughout anyway um, so we get set up these running jokes and then it's time for Xena to go fishing Uh, and Gabrielle is like the frying pan would be useful right about now and she's right it would be (laughs) (laughs) it would be quite useful Um, the fishing scene is fucking iconic isn't it it is so that there's Xena thigh deep in the river listening oh. for fish because why oh. use a fishing rod? Why use a, a hook when you yeah. have creative juices to um, stimulate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and she, so she's listening, she's listening for fish, she's not even looking, she's li- yeah. standing there, kind of poised, listening. And she asks, Howard, do you fancy trout or perch? Like she can hear the difference yeah. underwater between trout and perch and be confident that she's going to pick the right one out yeah 
She's good. Picks, she, she has many trout skills. in case in case anyone's on the edge of their seats. He wants trout. Uh, Gabrielle starts trolling and is like, I'll have salmon, which is the wrong kind of. Can't get it in this creek, apparently. Wrong kind of creek, wrong season. Wrong. It's like, you're doing this on purpose, aren't you, Gabrielle? Yes, of course Jeez. she is. So our next option is eel. Uh, and um, uh, unfortunately <laughs> her, for her, it kind of backfires on her because Zena very easily catches a fucking eel and it throws it in her face. <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> like, smacks her in the face with a fucking eel. Now, do we there's, think there's a is... moment? There's a moment there when Zena catches the eel, chucks it over her shoulder, hits Gabrielle in the face, and Zena's face. For a second, she turns back into Meg. Really <laughs> mischievous. Yeah. You yeah. wanted an eel? I got you an eel. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like them eels? <laughs> yeah. Now, do we think this is the first time that Gabrielle um, has been given a face full of fish by Zena? <laughs> I'm going to go with no. <laughs> Signs point to no. Yeah. This bit also has yeah. a, one of the one of the famous um, subtext moments uh, mm. where Howard asks if, if Zena would ever settle down and get married. And Gabrielle says, no, she likes what I do for her. Because the fish gets smacked in her face <laughs> um, before, before she, when she just says she likes what I do. And then fish in the face, but we know what the rest of the line was going to be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, and then when Zena's finished fishing and is really fucking pleased with herself, I have to say, um, mm. they have a cute little conversation about how Howard's fallen in love with her, and it's like the eternal lesbian couple conversation. You know how to put off a man who's just not getting the message at all. Yeah. Um. So they go through a few so suggestions. You- you could try wearing chainmail. <laughs> and then Tina's like, I think that would attract a kinkier group. And like, yeah. <laughs> and then this they is such a this... knowing. This whole yeah. episode is so knowing. <laughs> but then they laugh together and it just really feels like it's Lucy and Renee laughing at this point. You know, yeah. <laughs> it feels at, like, at like ah! <laughs> 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 So that's really good. Um, yeah. Howard's been sent off to get firewood but he comes back instead with a fucking like some gross daisy that he's picked up um and then he says this he gives it to Zena and says oh flowers for a flower and upon watching this I was like you know psychically hijacked um and realized oh fuck me I've used that line non unironically on my wife. Oh, you sat. <laughs> Giving her flowers and be like, flowers for a flower. Uh, and I, I must have stolen it from her. And like, why the fuck? <laughs> this is my romantic model, apparently. Fucking her from A Day in the Life. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So their next domestic Our next bit of... Yeah, <laughs> is, is, is about... Um, how the fish is prepared because Zena having used their best cutting knife to kill a warlord with only the previous week, Gabrielle's <laughs> using the chakram to hack the fish to bits. Oh yeah, man. Uh, and like <laughs> the chakram's not even sharp, or except it is. Depends on the plot. Mm. Depends on plot requirements, yeah. doesn't it? Yes, um, it does. Yeah. So that's good. And they send her away to do a message. So it goes, send, send it off on a message. To tell Zagreus not to come near 
Laurel or to like be say to tell her no was it tells Agnes like that she's not gonna get in his way or whatever. Because she's got a yeah. new plan that involves uh, fucking with Zagreus, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like we're dealing with Laurel, but but we haven't forgotten there's another issue to be dealt yeah. with. And um, mm. the next little domestic spat, I said seriously, they'll just move from domestic spat to domestic spat. Is yeah, like Zena this... retaliates the, uh, over the over the chakram issue. Yeah, by uh, <laughs> using Gabrielle's scrolls as loo, loo roll. Yeah, lovely. Well, there were there were didn't ha- I couldn't find any of the right sort of leaves. Yeah, yeah. They stopped. <laughs> they stopped by the side of the road. They stopped in the hard shoulder, and Zena's gone off into a bush because they couldn't find the service station in time. Um, yeah, uh, my mum uh, has done this through my whole childhood. <laughs> Peeing in bushes <laughs> by the side of the road because we've not reached the toilet yeah. yet. Um, yeah. <laughs> she never used any of my she never like used my diary for toilet paper or anything like that though so she's not no this not is this is particularly um, I should say disrespectful but let's say <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she tears off a egregious expression of uh, domestic yeah Gabrielle's trying to write her memoirs or whatever Zena just like I mean, she, she's probably writing Zena, stories about Zena, so you know. Yeah, she's all only... her stories are about Zena. She's only got one fucking. She's only got one inspiration. Zena um... is almost literally shitting on her own doorstep. <laughs> 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 so that was a good bit. Um, yeah. But she's saved by the giant, you know, because a big giant comes along. Well, we don't see the giant yet. We just feel him, like. 2.5 yeah, on the Richter scale. Boom, boom. Yeah, there's a, a, a giant boom when the camera shakes. Yeah. Much shaking of camera during this episode. Shaky cam, yeah. Uh, and so here's like... where we get to meet oh, one of yeah. the best characters in the whole of Xena. Icon, iconic. Iconic way. Iconic way character. Who is <laughs> Minya, Power's girlfriend. Minya. For now. Uh, yeah. Now... Minya is also in love with Zena. <laughs> she doesn't realise it. She doesn't express yeah. it in quite that way. But, but friends, we all know. Yeah. So Minya, Minya is like, oh, Zena, I've heard all about you. And then starts telling me, telling Zena all of the things that she has done. Yes. In case you didn't she's, know she's Zena. Strong. Did. She's strong, and up, strong as an ox. And I can read. Yeah, uh, well, we see later that that's maybe a tiny bit of an overstatement. Um, yeah. You can you can you can sign it out, Minya. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless. Um, so fam- famously, Minya, Min- well, Minya and Hauer are representations of the fans. I I, uh-huh. I think it's kind of accepted that they were written as like super fans, super nerdy nerdy fans. Um, well, Minya, particularly I, as as she's used again and again, she is used repeatedly. Yeah, uh, in the yeah. series, we don't ever. I think how this is the only time we see her, but Minya gets um, reused. I'm pretty sure this like is the only time we get her again. Or did, did he I don't think we do. I think I he think was, we just see um, Minya again. The actor had a majorish part in the New Zealand soap Shortland Street. Okay. And Shortland Street was was quite a good way of seeing like everyone who's ever been in Zena Royal Hercules. Ah, oh, right, yeah. So it's basically is it like the Scott the, the New Zealand version of Tiger? It's like Take the High Road. No, oh, I was going to say yeah. Tiger. You know, anyone, any actor who's ever yes. been in Scotland ever yeah, has been yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. corpse in Tiger at least once. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's kind of, kind of like that. Take the high and, road is too you know old how... fashioned, man. That's that went off there too long ago. <laughs> Today. You know? Um So last week I had the revelation that Callisto is the, the proto villanelle. And watching yeah. it this time round, I've I've realised that um Minya is the proto Osgood. Oh, so she's yeah. a representation of the fans in <laughs> in <laughs> Not, nothing we like more than drawing it. <laughs> clumsy metaphors and similes between fandoms Um, but she kind of is because she does this cosplay thing and she's you know she has this complicated relationship with xena as we're going to find out that's kind of you know sees the good sees the bad but loves her anyway so that's my that's my gift to you is um you're as proto osgood yeah but who is the proto osgus honk honk there's a shout out for someone else who doesn't listen to the podcast. Um, I, I love how you, you shout and go, go all meaningful as if they are going to hear it because you said, who doesn't even listen? Maybe one day they'll listen and feel ashamed. You know, one day they'll catch up on the 36 hours <laughs> or so of, of content that we have provided for free to oh, the world. Lordy. Um, and they'll feel ashamed that they have that they have not supported us. I hope yeah. so. If you're listening... Sometime in twenty twenty four or whatever. Dave. Listen. Give it up. Give it up. They're never gonna listen. Okay. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of iconic scenes that, that really yes. don't need any notes, the next scene is the bath scene. Oh yeah, do you know I didn't even note it down. <laughs> who needs who needs notes who needs for the to? for the fucking bath scene? So this scene yeah, is Min- like... Minya says, is there anything I can do to help you? Just let me know. Is there anything I can help you do to, to focus on your strategy? Yeah. And and Zena gets this, well, actually, look. Well, actually. And we, well, actually. And we cut to... Well, actually, <laughs> we cut to a hot tub scene. Yeah, it's great. Not our first, but, but the best one so far. This... This bath looks really, really nice. I'm not going to lie. It does. It's like a really good looking <laughs> bath. And Zena and Gabrielle are in the bath together. And um, Gabrielle is washing Zena's back with a sponge. And her hair. And her yes, hair. Yes. Like the whole thing. The whole nine yards, right? Renee's boots yeah. are threatening to bob above the surface, the surface. at any moment. <laughs> you know, like they were really... She's got some boobs on her, man. She's got bigger boobs than Zena, do you think? Like no, I don't think. Oh man, I think she. I don't know. Have, I'll have to. I'm gonna have to watch. Gonna have to watch, have to watch it again, again. <laughs> yeah, for, for science. For science. So Zena and Gabrielle are having this conver- having bath time conversation about how they're going to defeat the giant, um, and also sort of alternating between who's rubbing who down. <laughs> yes. While being occasionally oh, interrupted by Minya throwing buckets of hot water at them. Boiling water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I love Zena washing Gabrielle's ear out with a sponge, oh. like proper squeaking, squeaking his sponge in her ear. And Gabrielle's loving it, man. Look, you look on her face when she gets in the ear. I know it's she's, like a, she's like a puppy. Yeah, <laughs> it's so cute. But this leads to another yeah. minor argument because Gabrielle's thinks that they should just do the same thing they did when they fought Goliath. Yes, and uh, Zena is uh, not into that. and reflect them onto his. Yeah. Zena doesn't really like the plan because she wants to do something different. She doesn't like to do the same, to do the yeah. same kind Boring. of fight twice. Um, and Z- Gabrielle says, "You don't have to be original every time you fight, Zena." And Zena says, "Yes, I do. This this episode is airing." 
um, you know, all the episodes from our lives where we do the same thing yeah. that we've did in, in previous episodes. Those are only fanfic episodes, you know. They don't like we don't <laughs> this one's airing, this one's on TV, so it has to be different, yeah. otherwise it's dull. <laughs> It would be pretty shit if she fought two giants in season two and killed them both the same way. I have to say, it would yes. be shit. Yes, true. So she's right. True. She's got the proper instincts, but Gabrielle's not very happy about it because she's like, you never listen to my suggestions, blah, blah, blah. Well, that, that's the point, isn't it? That all, all day her suggestions are being kind of trampled on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Again, I, I have some, some sympathy for Gabrielle in this episode. Do you know what? I watched this episode <laughs> with completely different eyes from now that you're married years ago and now that i'm married this is such a, <laughs> and people have always said this is an episode where that they are a married couple and i've yeah. and i used to watch it and i thought it was quite funny and it's like oh look at them bickering at each other and now i watch it and my laugh is kind of a little bit ah, <laughs> <laughs> it's hitting too close to home <laughs> it does <laughs> so tell me when you go out you've got a hot tub in your garden right so when mm. you and your wife go out to have a hot tub together, do, does it ever yeah. end with a flash fight? <laughs> <laughs> that would be telling. I think you should definitely do that if you haven't done it yet. Uh, it also... It's 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 never yet ended with uh, the line, are you sitting on the soap? Yeah. And, and with the, the Gabrielle member of the partnership saying, oh, I wonder what that was. <laughs> <laughs> She didn't know what it was, but she wasn't complaining about it. Lol. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, then Splash Fight. Um, Yeah, that looked fun. That looked proper fun. It did look fun. Um, So Hara comes back now, and um, Mm. Minya realises that Hara is in love with Zina. So now she is also in love with Zina, but she also, she's now, she loves to hate her, right? Because like uh, a lot of insecure women, um, she hates the the woman that the boyfriend fancies, and not the boyfriend for for straying. Yeah. You know, you really should hate the. Good you really should be upset with with Howard here, Minya, not with Zena mm-hmm. because she's just existing. She's not actually done anything. Yeah. Uh, she she accuses Zena at various points in the through the rest of the episode of trying to steal her boyfriend, which Zena couldn't. Oh, not would you? Would you possibly even? be? <laughs> could not possibly. <laughs> <laughs> less interested in this in this guy specifically like yeah anyway anyway i mean like wash your face tower oh he's so he's like <laughs> wash your fucking face wash your, we, you've got bathing facilities in your village good ones it looks like <laughs> fucking wash oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> anyway so listen, here's lots- the problem. Oh, so the, 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 there is a fifth character in all of this. So we've got Zena and Gabrielle, we've got Minya and Hauer, we've got Hauer who's in love with Zena, we've got Minya who's in love with Zena, Minya, Minya who resents Hauer. But we've also got Gabrielle who resents Zena about the frying pan, and the frying pan <laughs> is our fifth character. That, that is the fifth main so, character of the, of the episode. So, and we now introduce a sixth character because... Gabrielle, out of spite, trades the frying pan, tra- trades Minya's good frying pan for Zena's whip. Yeah. And um, 
and, and Minya is going to hang on to that whip because it's pissing off Xena, who, who she thinks is trying to steal power. Yeah. So she has a nice line, which I didn't. I wish I'd written it down because it's it's like, no, the frying pan is yours, the whip is mine, power is mine, and then as an afterthought, she's Gabrielle's yours. Yeah, <laughs> this one's she's yours. yours. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so. Uh, I would rather have I would rather have Gabrielle. I'm not gonna lie. I think everyone, I think <laughs> yeah. everyone would surely. Um, but anyway, yeah. Minya's not good at whipping, but we'll, you know, she'll she'll practice. She'll go. She'll get into some practice, you know. She'll get um, the hang of it. But listen, here's the thing, right? Mm. We we now learn, I think, from Howard, who comes running back after the after going for another message to Zagreus. Yeah. Um, yeah. that we find out now that this giant is is actually Gareth, who is a callback, and this is where the emotional, dramatic resolution comes in yes, of this episode, yes. because Gareth is from Llandudno, as we just, as we established Gareth. before. Gareth from Llandudno. Um, and he uh, is the guy who killed Goliath's Goliath. wife and children. Oh yes, and wife and children, that's right. Yeah, and um, the guy that Goliath was desperately wanting to get revenge on when Xena last met him, and yeah. ended up having to, you know, help him kill, help him be killed because he needed to be put down. Um, mm. so there's a bit so of G- um, Gareth. Gareth really is literally the big bad. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there's He's a the bit of like, bad. emotional conflict here. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. I think the message that she sent Howard to go to Zagreus with was to say, uh, you can you can attack Piedmont all you want, but don't come near Laurel. So it's a bit of like reverse psychology. Uh, he's yeah. obviously now going to think there's something good happening in Laurel. Uh-huh, he's gonna, Laurel. Hmm. He's now going to turn away from the other village that he was going to. So. Oh my God, I'm totally going to go to Laurel. Yeah. <laughs> he's saying to himself. That's, that Zagreus isn't Welsh. You're thinking of Gareth. Oh, I am thinking of Gareth. Oh, shit it. <laughs> Um, so if we if anyone had not seen the episode or who had forgotten in the 10 weeks or so since it was on um Mm. minya explains who gareth is and what his deal is you know who needs a previously on segment when you've got minya um and (laughs) um xena's saying that the that the the mirrors plan isn't going to work because it's cloudy right there's some clouds coming in from the west uh, which leads us to our next scene, which is Let's go fly a kite up to the highest height. Except yeah. it's not let's go fly a kite. It's let's go fly. Well, I haven't got a name for it yet because I just invented it. <laughs> yeah. So in, oh, in our, in our continuing, in our continuing, in our continuing season series, occasional series of Xena is the mother of invention. Yeah, Xena uh, has invented the kite. Now, in later seasons, we discover that that Xena spent a lot of time in China. Yeah, back in the day, <laughs> where famously the kite was invented. <laughs> so <laughs> she's just such a fucking liar, man. Like she's unreal. a pillager. She's a pillager. She's gone to China, culturally appropriated kites, and has brought them back to Greece and is claiming that she's... Our fave is problematic, friend. (laughs) 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 
<laughs> sing that. You should sing that song sometime. Sometime I will. Sometime I can't one day. Now, but I will do. I'll have to revise <laughs> it. <laughs> Flam used to write songs yeah. for our previous podcast, uh, and she would um, she would write them off the cuff, play them perfectly in practice, and then when it came time to record <laughs> them, she would just fuck up fuck wildly. Up. Like, and we, I never let her have more than one take. I would just make keep the fuck ups in. Yeah. Yeah. So if 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 you if you want to Google around, find our old podcast. There's some there's some very shambolic performances. <laughs> very, very indeed. Anyway, so yes. fly a kite. So she's got the plan mm-hmm. that is going to, she's going to um basically you know zap him with lightning, and the kite is going to be involved. Yeah, this this completely untested theory she's got that lightning can be harnessed by flying a kite made out of paper and wood. Uh, it's got a that, metal that, buckle on it. Yeah, right at the bottom of it. Yeah, and that and that and that that lightning will travel down a piece of string. Yeah, uh, which is I, famously a good conductor of electricity. Yeah, uh, you know, let's just forget about electrical conductivity. Should we suspend our disbelief? Even further. Let's go for it. Let's suspend our disbelief. Listen, ropes in those suspended days were from a made. Kite. They were made with like little strands of copper wire. Um, you know, as part of them, they were woven in. That's just fucking accept. Okay. <laughs> just... I'm, I'm just just going to Google um, conductivity of copper. Hang on. Oh, co- <laughs> copper is very conductive. Well, good. Yeah. Move on. Like, do you not know that that's what electrical like cables yes. are made of? Like, <laughs> yes. okay. Um. So, Howard's yeah. Fuck you as well. <laughs> like, no one can see you, but fuck you. You can. Um, <laughs> so, Howard's not really, not really getting the message. Um. That Zena basically just goes up to him and says, "Listen, Minya's a good woman." And you've got no fucking chance whatsoever with me. Okay? Do you get it? Do you get it? Do you get it, Howard? But he doesn't get it. And Howard is hashtag all men because he goes on to say, You just need time. You'll come round, baby. <laughs> no means no, Howard. Yeah, it does. Fuck's sake. Um, so the next thing we hear is a giant um, stomping on an army because Boom. Zena's plan Boom. was for. Boom. Yeah, Zena's plan was for Zagreus's army to meet up with uh, Gareth, who has never yeah. been able to resist stomping on an army when he comes across one. Um, <laughs> and is this the is this when is this is this the bit where the second uh, Gabrielle tries to hit Zena, uh, catch Zena unawares, uh, and smacker comes in? Because what actually happens there's, there's is a moment where that, she jumps off a roof. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, see, the thing is, like, back in the day, low definition, you watch it once, you never see it again. It does look like Gabrielle yeah. jumping off a thing. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's a guy in a, with a, a stunt man. I don't think it's a stunt woman. I think I think it might be a stunt man, notice. a short stunt man in a wig. Um, who... I didn't notice. I saw what I expected to see, which is the, yeah. the magic. Go watch of... it again, right? It's a, the business um, we call show. Yeah. Go watch it again. I think it's a short stunt man in a long blonde wig and Gabrielle's crop I won't. I won't. I say I will, but I won't. And he leaps off a roof onto a crash mat and Gabrielle, who had been crouching out of shot underneath, crawls up <laughs> yeah. and grabs her tits. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
as, as previously discussed, <laughs> yeah. yet another, yet another climbing of Zena. Yeah, <laughs> that's a but nice running gag through the whole six seasons. <laughs> Yeah, man. Like, it seems to me the fewer notes we make, the more recappy we get. You know, I I I think it's because we know it, we know this off by heart so well. Like, even the fact that, like, I haven't made that many notes, uh, it's not helping. Yeah, should take some shortcuts now. Well, it's pretty straightforward now because Zagreus turns up and is all pissed off. Um, He's mental. And, yeah. uh, uh, And then um, Minya comes out. In her Xena cosplay, yeah, because this was this was Xena's advice to Minya that she should, you know, basically, you know, if you want to keep your man, tart yourself up a bit. I think is what she told her. Well, it, she, she <laughs> said, "Look, clearly he's attracted to the leather, the hair, the violence. You know, take take your cue from that." And, and yeah, Minya if you want to keep that. your man, change yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> Lesson for us all there. Yeah. <laughs> If I ever want to keep a man, I'll bear that in mind. Um, <laughs> so she comes out in the in her Xena cosplay and punches Zagreus in the face. At which point, Howard remembers that um, Minya oh. is actually good uh, and that subplot is resolved, right? Can we have a shout out to actor whose name I didn't notice who plays Zagreus? Because this is one of the best reactions to a punch ever. <laughs> being being knocked out, and you, it, you you don't see stars and little bluebirds yeah, flying around proper, his head, like, but it's cartoon. that kind of it's it's so well done. Yeah, it's like the it's like the the beginning of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Smack yeah. him in the head and like blue birds go flying. So yeah, around. big big props to the actor whose name I I couldn't be bothered to find out. Yeah, some guy, some New Zealand guy. He's probably in Shortland Street. Um, yeah. So with the, with the threat of imminent death, because Gareth is a big bad giant, Zena and Gabrielle kiss and make up. Well, they, they make yeah. up. I'm assuming they kiss off screen. Um. So with all their squabbling's out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> they oh so, sorry I was a dick about this. And so, oh yeah, I was a dick about that. Sorry. Yeah. Uh. So Zena goes <laughs> off to test out her her kite theory. She climbs a tree. When Gareth comes past, she drops onto his back, ties the kite string. To a handy buckle on his um, mm. rest- restraining harness. The copper laced rope, yeah. Yeah, the copper yeah. laced rope. <laughs> and now it's time for a run. She goes to run because through, she needs... Through blue skies, bright sunshine. No, the point. clouds are coming in. They're coming in from the west. They're not, they're not at the point at that point, however. Storm comes in very quickly. They're running through the giant's graveyard, which is going to save a journey later. Yeah, um, <laughs> the storm the storm rolls in, and long story short, we end up with crispy fried giant. Yeah, charbroiled giant here. Uh, I did like yeah. Zena's Zena's uh, as Zena was running away. They did rhubarb in quite a few lines for her. Um, yeah, and um, like what my favourites were: have more respect for the dead. You'll be joining them sooner than you think. That's a funny one. Yes. And also, uh, you couldn't catch a cold. Which um, uh, I think we should retire as a phrase and change it to "You can catch the Omicron variant of COVID nineteen," because I think it might be more now, virulent than a cold. <laughs> now, now I should point out that that we're recording this on uh, the twentieth of December. So, for those of you listening to it on what the 
10th of January, something like this. Omicron was a variant that you'll have forgotten by now because we're, we're presumably on Zeta. Um, <laughs> I don't think... Throwback to Omicron days. I don't think we'll have forgotten about Omicron by the 10th of January. Uh, I've got a funny feeling <laughs> no. we might be in an Omicron lockdown by then. Um, well, 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 there'll be something worse by then. There will, I mean, there will be something worse, uh, but I, I think the something worse will happen around this time next year because we will not have okay. learned any lessons and it will simply no, just no. keep going on and on and on. Um, so yeah. Anyway, so Charles Broad Giant, and then this leads us into the final scene, which I might well know off by heart because I've watched this scene maybe it's hundreds of times. Very cute. Maybe it's hundreds so cute. and hundreds of times. The music is so good in this bit. Our, our little subtitle that we get, our, our stage of the day is going to bed. Yeah. And you can tell that they've made up because their bedrolls are next to each other again. <laughs> they yeah. weren't. In the, this morning they weren't. They were on opposite sides <laughs> opposite of the campfire. Opposite sides of the clearing. Yeah. So maybe <laughs> they'd had a bit of a tiff the night before about the best cooking knife going into the warlord's thigh. Um <laughs> But tonight they're so yeah, they're, they're, each they're other. lying they're lying back stargazing they're looking to see shapes in the stars yeah and and Zena says this one looks like a bit like a dipper and then she clarifies yeah. you know like you dip into a water yeah, it's a like, big dipper. and you can you can you can hear the penny drop for thousands of viewers all, who, all over the who are like world. oh that's why it's called oh, a, that's big what the big dipper. <laughs> yeah. yeah but that's american though because here we would call it the plow Yes. Which is a better name to go for it, to be honest. Because it looks like a plough. Actually looks like a plough. Yeah. And then Gabrielle says, it looks like a bear to me. And this is all very funny because the plough is part of the constellation Ursa Major. Yeah. Which is, so, I love that. Um, <laughs> that's the sort of shit that I love. That's I love cute. stargazing. I think stargazing is like one of the most romantic things you can do. It's just to lie back and look at the stars together. Uh, and yeah. uh, when... When I proposed to my wife, I had taken her out stargazing, and um, we were out in the countryside looking up, looking at some stars on a cold September night in two thousand and four. And I asked if she married me, and she was like, "Duh, we talked about this." <laughs> Duh. Duh. She's a romantic. Yeah, she was like, "Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, we talked about this before," and I'm like, "Yeah, fucking hell, man." Okay. Um, so now every, I just thought of every something. This, this oh sorry, go. <laughs> well, I was going to say that every fandom that I've ever written fanfic in has uh, I, I have a, a stargazing, um, I have stargazing fic in it. So yeah, that's all. it's always Carry a cute, on. sappy one as well, isn't it? Yeah. No, I was going to say <laughs> pre- presume, presumably they the researchers hadn't done quite enough research on this because uh, oh it's it's the it's the big dipper it's the plow it's the it's the bear, um. As we revealed a few episodes ago, the Great Bear is actually Callisto in um, <laughs> ancient, ancient mythology. <laughs> oh, the irony! Yeah. <laughs> oh, so yeah. Go, go, go and look up Callisto in Wikipedia for for clarification if you if you missed that episode or just didn't or listen. Or just fucking go and listen to our episodes, Dave and Red Vines. <laughs> if those are your real names, indeed. They're not. Uh, no, they're not the real names. Let's finish. Come on, let's finish the episode. <laughs> Our episode ends with uh, the most romantic thing you can have, which is Gabrielle finally succeeding in smacking Xena directly in the nose. Yes. 
Our episode <laughs> ends on domestic violence, but no, it was she didn't mean to. She didn't expect to ever manage to hit her. Um, and she no, does make it up to her. Yeah, she makes it up yes. to her with a bit with a, a kiss, which is one of the reasons why I've watched this scene multiple, many dozens, hundreds of times. Yeah, it, it's yeah. a quick little kiss on the cheek, but it's it's still a kiss, and well, it's, it's very on cute. the temple. It's on the temple. Come on, get it right. Was it? Yeah. Sorry, it. I've I've only watched it the the regular amount of times. Ooh, so cute. Right. Anyway, uh, and then but it ends with Gabrielle starting to. <laughs> Get suspicious that she managed to hit Zena at all, and she's like, "Did you let me hit you?" Um, so, Paul, so guys, a, we... a new day's bickering begins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. So, listen, uh, I'll do a poll on Twitter. Do we think that Zena let Gabrielle hit her? What do you think, Flam? I actually don't think she did. I think she got a fair and square. You think so? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she's gonna even if she did, even if um, Gabrielle did get her fair and square. Zena is definitely going to let her think that she let her do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's very, very cute. The whole thing's very cute. It's a great episode. Right, so let's have our... I've I've already already answered our our, our running theme of how did you watch it back in the day? How do you see it now? So say I... I liked the comedy. I I liked Minya. Uh, you know, I liked that uh, representing the fan mm-hmm. thing. I liked the squabbling. Thought it was very cute. Um, now, as I say, it's it's a bit of a revelation. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, I could see how that oh, would yeah. happen. It totally is. They are married. That's what it is. They're yeah, an old I, married absolutely, couple. Absolutely married. But also, I've been much more involved in fandom since this mm-hmm. first aired. So that recognition of Minya, like I, I had to. I had to find out that that was meant to be the fans by reading someone else's take on it, and now I watch it and I think, "Yep, yeah, that's it's the Osgood character. It's that yeah. Um, yeah. nerd, nerd alert." <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's it's very affectionate. Um, again, yeah. in both cases, it's it's a really affectionate nod to to the crazy fans. Yeah, it's not like it's not like um, on Sherlock when they have their. The characters there who are representing the fans, but they obviously loathe them. Yeah, you know? like uh, I'm yeah. talking about the bit where it, at the start of series three of Sherlock, mm. where they have the the Sherlock, how did Sherlock fake his death squad? Yeah, and the 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 writing of the episode is just one hundred percent mockery on these people who are invested in the mystery that they like set it, up it? that they never yeah. bothered to explain. And they're basically their their explanation of the mystery is you were stupid to care about a mystery that we set up in his mystery show. Um. So yeah, there are some shows that hate their fans and some shows that love their fans. And Zena loved their fans. I don't think Sherlock hated their fans. I think they. Just I think Sherlock despised. hated their fans. <laughs> I think Sherlock hates their that. fans. <laughs> just watch the H Bomber guy video on YouTube. Sherlock is garbage, and here's why. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is a really good video. I might, I might do because the, the last one of those you recommended to me was "Why Is Cats," and that's <laughs> right. That's a Lindsay Ellis video. Really good. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Uh, right. So, give us our rating for this episode, please, Flamicus oh, Maximus. 10. Yes. 10, thank 10, you. It's 10 another 10, ten. ten. It's another baller. Easily. 
Uh, for yeah. me, this we've had four tens in a row. Not for you, because you lowballed mm. um, a necessary evil for some fucking reason. I did. Probably in a mood, despite despite <laughs> intense peer pressure. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, this has been four tens in a row. I don't think we're going to maintain yeah. that next week because next week is a a comedy. No, not it's not a comedy of Eros. It's for whom the bell tolls. I think, and I'm pretty sure that okay. it's the return of fucking Jogser. Um. Oh. Yeah, I think, I think it's a jocks. I think next week's a jocks episode, guys. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry to have ruined everything. Well, there's something to look forward to. It's a new year. It's a new year. We're all back at work. It's another. Or are episode. we? Or are we? I don't know. I've been well. well maybe got, I got an email from my head teacher today. Well, the whole the whole staff did, saying we don't know what's going to happen in January. We know as much as you do, which is nothing. But take your school laptop home with you. And if we are doing online learning, this is what the procedure will be. <laughs> so I wonder. <laughs> uh, you know, who knows if we're back at work? Well, I mean, I will be working whether I'm at home or not, whether I'm in the building or whether I'm at home. I will actually yeah. be working, obviously, and so will you. So anyway, but we'll have to we'll have to provide when we um, post this episode. Just just put a little postscript or you know, yeah, show notes. Uh, oh yeah, or I could do it. I could do it after the like where I put the bloopers normally and just record a little update. Yeah. Guess what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Alrighty. So, a day in the life, ten out of ten. Next time we're going to be talking about for whom the bell tolls, or when the bell tolls, or, or is it my for bell him? Or something for like him, that. the bell tolls. Is it? I don't know. I can't remember. I'll, I looked it up before, but whatever. Yeah, we'll we'll have we'll have we'll have found out by next time. Yeah. So join us then for whatever it is we're gonna be talking about. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of a Bard's Eye View with me, Wonko, and her Professor Flim Flam. Follow us on Twitter at Bard's Eye Podcast and subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify and Amazon, and of course on the Podbean app. Feel free to leave us a review, but only if it's a good one. Bye!